Well, hello, this is Laura Camacho. I am the communication coach, also known as the culture fixer at Mixonian Institute. And welcome to episode 109 of the Speak Up podcast, where we talk about the conversations you need to have. And today we are going to get to know Elizabeth Beasley better. She's a friend of mine, an amazing copywriter, creative person. Um, she also is an accomplished improv instructor, and that's really uh, who I learned how improv can be so powerful. I'd read about it, but with Elizabeth, I actually experienced it. And there's one thing about Elizabeth and that's kind of different from a lot of my guests in that she is sort of a flaming extrovert, which is maybe a little bit unusual for a writer, but she is, and she's just charming, uh, has this definite charisma that just draws you in. And um, she lived in Charleston for a while, and, and I got to know her when she was living here. And now she's way up north in Massachusetts. So without further ado, here's my conversation about Elizabeth, in which we talk about really the challenges and the opportunities in remote work. It's just a theme that keeps coming up because more and more people are working remotely. And Elizabeth is really giving us the extroverts point of view. All right. Well, thank you, Elizabeth, for coming on to the Speak Up podcast. I'm glad to have you. I know that you are doing great work for Project Line. And for the people who don't know you, they don't know how interesting you are, tell us a little bit about your past, how you got from where you were to being a remote worker for Project Line up in Massachusetts. I know. It's crazy how I ended up here. Um, it's not that crazy, but it's been fun. So that's the best part about um, having a, a path that kind of goes here and there. Um, yeah, so I, as far as writing, because that's what I do now, I'm a, I would say I'm a marketing copywriter. Sometimes I'm a UX content strategist, a little bit of everything in that communications writing area. And um, and my biggest like start in copywriting was I used to work for Cartoon Network, which was really really fun. That was promoting shows and um, talking to kids, which is a very challenging audience sometimes. Their vocabulary is not super big, so. He said a lot of things like, this is awesome, and, you know, <laughs> you didn't have to get your thesaurus out too much. Um, more more like Urban Dictionary, I think. But that was really fun, and that was where I really kind of worked my, um, like, copywriting chops and just, you know, there's a lot of jokes we had to tell, which is hard, especially for kids. And, and um, you know, did a lot of short form and experiential stuff. But from there, I really, I really was working on, like, crafting the words, and then, I had been there a long time, and I was ready for a change, and I moved to the beach and moved to Charleston, where I met you. That was really fun. Mm -hmm. um, worked for a small agency there and did more of, like, strategic work on creative projects with clients they had, just coming up with, like, concepts and campaigns, and then evolved that into moving to Charlotte, back to the bigger but not as big city as Atlanta. Um, moved up to Charlotte to work in financial services, and that was where I worked in the UX um, content strategy and got really, I spent four years um, doing that with Ally Financial, and it was really great. I learned the ins and outs of, you know, how to write for an app or how to write for a website, which could be very different than print, and um, 
so it's been just kind of constantly exploring and expanding. And then in Charlotte, I kind of finished my tenure there at Red Ventures, which is a marketing firm that does a lot of um, all kinds of different work, a lot of with SEO. And so just kind of adding to my toolkit along the way, writing, strategizing, and then finally ended up, I was looking for an opportunity to work remotely because my husband was looking for a job and I thought that would give us a lot of flexibility. We were itching to move to somewhere mountainy. So I made a conscious effort. I was like, I'm going to go get a remote job and we're going to make this happen. And so that's where I ended up with um, Project Line and found an opportunity to kind of get back to my roots of doing copywriting for uh, marketing projects, just back down to that kind of crafting of the words, which I really love. Yeah, I forgot that you had your start at Cartoon Network because I, I always think of you as the improv lady because it was with you that I had my first improv experience. So how? just talk a little bit about that and how it, it must have informed your work as a copywriter, I would think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so improv was kind of this like parallel path that was happening along the way. I, I started performing in Atlanta with the group of women, the Gorgeous Ladies of Comedy. And we all um, we were doing shows and like marketing our shows and I was writing all the marketing stuff. And then um, we got an opportunity to teach a course at Emory for a leadership course for the MBA program because one of the women in the group worked with them already so we said yes and to that and developed a course and then we started you know doing it more and more so it was really great because it it helps me in life learn to accept opportunities not just um on stage performing improv or teaching but just with um career paths and that kind of thing you know what how, what do i want to do what can i put out there what kind of offers can i make in my scenes of life um yes and what opportunities come my way so that's been really helpful kind of creating that and getting to this place where now I'm working remotely. Right. And I see that yes and is so part of your worldview and your your approach to life. And it's, and it's great. So you were new to remote work. And now that you're going through this path, I mean, this is not something, I mean, you've been the person going to the office, showing up face-to-face, it seems like. Um, so what yeah. are you seeing as the challenges and the advantages to working remotely? It's it's really interesting because I've been like that collaborator all along who loves brainstorm sessions and talking to people and very social and extroverted. And um, when, when I, were, I was talking about I worked in Charleston for a small agency and there were maybe eight people there. And it was hard for me because it was so few people. And I was used to these big corporate campuses, which I love the energy. So I was a little hesitant about like, okay, I'm working from home by myself, you know, what's that going to be like? Am I going to kind of freak out? And it's turned out to be really great. I think I'm at a place in my career where I've learned some skills of communication that I can translate to virtual. Um, like one example is, you know, I love being with the people and communicating with them. And when you're, you don't see them, it's hard to get to know them. And so when I was at uh, Red Ventures, they had a great, a, it's a great kind of a, like a policy, just a strategy of the way they did things. When you started work, they told you to go do 30-minute coffee meetups with um, all the people on your team. And then as you change teams, which they did a lot, because um, that's kind of the way they operated, you would always be meeting new people. 
And so when I got to the C role, I thought, well, I'm going to do a video coffee with someone. Why not? I want to start getting to know my teammates that way. And they were very surprised by it. Like, this is really strange that we're doing the video hangout. But they like it. So I've been doing it more and mm-hmm. more and incorporating it into um, kind of my, like, weekly you know, personal practice to keep those relationships going so that when you need a helping hand, you know, you've, you've got someone that you've talked to that you know what's going on in their life and not just work stuff. Um, so that's been one of the, like, the challenges is, is that you want to build relationships with people who you don't see. So how do you mm-hmm. create techniques for yourself to do that? So that's one that I've been working on. Um, and then also with the group that I joined, there was, there actually have some like, I don't know what you call them, like in-house employee resource groups. So I joined one of those. That gives me an opportunity to meet some more people. So you just have to be a little more actively looking for ways to connect with people in your teams and even stay in touch, like having a pen pal. You know, you're like, okay, I need to remember to ask so-and-so how their weekend was and, you know, get on a chat. Right. But you have to be more structured about it. That's, I mean, like you're saying, the video coffee or, or remembering to ask personal questions and not just to keep it to the brass tacks of, of business. And I know a lot of people feel uncomfortable on video or they feel like they need to have, you know, their, it needs to be a good hair day. I used to be like that. But <laughs> those, in my life, those are very rare. <laughs> you just That's me too. To, me too. <laughs> yeah, and once you get over that, it's, it's just a learning yeah. comfort level and if thing. you encourage other people to be vulnerable they'll they'll do it you know sometimes I'll even get on a call and they won't be on video and I'll like oh come on I, I you know I've got my workout clothes on or whatever so don't worry about it and so you kind of encourage them to do that and then they break out of their shell and they're not and you don't have to do video all the time like once you've done it a few times you know what they look like so you at least you know what they look like you're right <laughs> always right, right. Um Another thing communication-wise that I've just been learning like even today is that it's still the same old thing works, like to pick up the phone and talk to people. Um, a lot of times you're going back and forth as a writer, you're getting feedback in a document. It's hard to understand exactly what you, you know, there's not a lot of space, what people are saying in comments, and that's when you just have to say we have to get on a call and do it. And fortunately we use, I mean, a lot of it too I think depends on the tools you use. So we use Microsoft Teams, which makes it really easy to call like right away, hop on with your headset. My company was great. They sent me a headset, which makes it easier to hear, easier to talk. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. being equipped with the right tools is really important as well. And so it's nice. I mean, I think that if I was, you know, to look for something new, it would be like asking those questions about, well, tell me more about the tools you guys use and how do you support that? Oh, that's cool. so I'm not, I've heard of Microsoft Teams, but I'm not familiar with it. Is that to replace Slack? Yeah, it's like that. their version of Slack, um, but it has a very integrated, like, kind of way to pull up with people. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's a little more, I'm trying to say, it. it's like, you know, you can get your groups together, so it's really easy to call someone and just talk to them or chat with them really quickly with video, as far as I've seen. So Sometimes, but not, I'm kind of enjoying the break from the hubbub. Um, I've been making myself, and also in like the midst of this remote thing, I also moved to a whole new state and a new town where I don't know anyone. This is like me, my husband, the three dogs. So I'm having to think myself, get out and meet people. So well, how is that out. going? Tell us, it's, I mean, what is it? You're a Southern girl. 
I know. And I moved to Massachusetts where there's snow. So I'm learning that if we're snow- if you're shoveling the driveway, you get to meet the neighbors. So that's that's a good way to get oh. out and be social and get exercise. Okay. Yeah. Snow shovel a little bit. Um, it has been interesting because I felt like, again, I was saying I was nervous about working remotely, but I was excited. And then I yeah, moved to a whole new place. One of the cool things about moving into a new space is that you can create your office and I've you know I've read that a lot and I think it's true like having a dedicated workspace where you can shut the door is important and so I've been able to create you move into a house and create a space I feel really comfortable working um, that I enjoy being in and then I can close Um, and then in the Mm -hmm. community just looking for ways to get out of the house but I've taken a pottery class and that has I've made a friend in there who also works from home so now we get coffee maybe once a week I join the Y so I can go work out with you know, other human beings <laughs> besides just doing it myself. Yes. So it's again like that. It's about the the structure um, of you know create. You're going to have to you know be active in creating these communication avenues for yourself. Yeah, I like that way you put that communication avenues. Yeah. Uh, well, tell us have... what is this what is this town like. So this this is the, one of the big perks of, I mean, yeah, everyone has this. There's a lot of drawbacks working from home. You're lonely or hard to communicate. I mean, there's great stuff because you have flexibility. You don't have a commute. Um, I have some core hours I have to work, but I don't have to drive anywhere, which is great. So that's nice. Uh, but one of the biggest wins that I was surprised by is I'm kind of calling it like the opposite of being a digital nomad. Now I'm like a um, like a digital settler. Like I feel like I live in the Pioneer Valley, so maybe that inspired me. <laughs> But I'm I'm settling into this little town. We moved to a teeny little town. There's probably a thousand people called Shelburne Falls in Massachusetts, and it looks like a Hallmark movie town. They have like one of everything, like you know, the toy store and the coffee shop and the bakery, and it's <laughs> it's so cute. And it's got it's got all these. It's a very big artist community, and it's one of those places that you drive through when you're vacationing, and you think, I don't know how people could possibly live there like what jobs are there how could they work there and you know to be able to make that happen there you are (laughs) yeah here we are exciting (sighs) the other cool thing I think that's different than traveling the world and kind of seeing a lot of cultures is I'm getting more immersed in one culture so that's fun to be able you know we my husband and I like to travel we always talk about you kind of get these quick hits for a week or a weekend somewhere but when you move somewhere new you can really get immersed in that and so that's what, you know, we really wanted to do here was get to know this community. And it just the other day, so my writer friend sent me a thing that said that the local newspaper is looking for people to write articles and have a beat and go, you know, learn the town. So I was like, maybe I'll do that. Or, you know, yeah. attend a town hall meeting yeah. or something. So you but think that this, the working remotely and living in a small town is giving you a new opportunity to like be a small town community leader small town girl right? yeah yeah and and get you know really connected everyone here knows everyone so you have to sort of get into that mindset of like okay well then I'm going to get to know everyone too and you mm-hmm. know I'm going to go vote and I'm going to do these things to get to meet people because it's it's also taken on a different importance I realized that when I lived in a big city can kind of let other people take care of stuff. You're like, oh, I don't like that, you know, pothole or whatever that thing is. But someone's gonna, someone's gonna call. There's so many people here. But when you live somewhere small, 
I'm realizing like it's up to us to do it. You know, there's That's volunteers right. that run the town, and it's that it's that little, you know. And people are um, there's a lot of entrepreneurs here too, which is new for me to discover. You know, when you don't have these big companies, a lot of people work for themselves, which is very inspiring to you be in that environment. So it's a really different environment to be able to immerse yourself in and kind of force yourself to get, instead of being in a big city where you can sometimes feel lonelier, even though there's a lot of people, mm-hmm. get to a small place where you can really dig in and get to know people. And it, um, it I guess that helps it feel uh, much less lonely because you're building deeper relationships that you're going to have for a while and they're going to see you at the store and know who you are. Cause they all right, that everybody. sounds very cool. But you haven't felt like um, like the locals are slow to accept you. You know, there's that stereotype of being uh, reluctant to accept a new person who's different. Maybe how is that? Yeah, that's a good point. I was I was also a little worried about that, but um, I think they're so excited to have someone new in town because there's just not that many people <laughs> coming to go. And they're like, oh. Oh, the new people that moved into the, you know, the blank, whoever, the Richardson's house are here, and they get really excited. And then you find all these commonalities that, you know, I was telling we moved from the Carolinas, and then this guy's like, oh, my daughter lives with his mom, you know, with her mom in Myrtle Beach. And so everybody seems to have some kind of connection that you find if you, you know, once you start asking around. And it's just, right. I feel like the opportunity to, to experience this kind of place this is about the only way I could get it, you know, it coming in and working yes. remotely. And because um, there's just not that many jobs. Right. Well, that that's true of a lot of small towns that there aren't yeah. uh, that many jobs. But and in fact, you know, as you know, here down here in Charleston, a lot of people work remotely because they're for the amount of people that want to live here, there's not the high paying jobs. That's a good point for for everyone. But um. I was going to say something on that topic. What about networking? So the, how does that happen? Yeah, that, um, again, it is a lot of out, out talking to people. I'm, I feel kind of fortunate. It's fun to watch how teams work. So my husband, you know, we're on a team together, and he has actually got a job in the town next to us. It's a little bit bigger. He works at a bank there, which uh, has been very okay. helpful because they are helping him. So I said, would you talk? We ask your, you know, manager if there are any women's groups that I could join. So she wrote me and sent me some things. So it's kind of nice to have like one person on the inside getting into right. Um, the and how far away stuff. is that other town? It's like twenty minutes, so it's kind of like oh, that's it's easy to get to. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of towns around here, so it's not like a sparsely populated area. It's just a lot of little bitty towns. Um, so, yeah, it's good to have someone on the inside who is working with people who lived here, grew up here, and they can tell you things. Um, that's been really helpful. And, again, like taking a class or signing up. I'm also noticing a lot of those companies don't have a big web presence um, because they're small. So, you, you know, sometimes you have to call somebody and ask them things. Oh, my goodness. What? Yeah. Like you don't get the menu on the, online before you decide right. to go to the restaurant. Oh, yeah, you're wild. Just lucky if, you, if you get the you know times it's open and then it's seasonal here because they do have ski slips and stuff. So you're like, oh, we tried to order a pizza tonight and then it turns out they had just closed for they felt like closing for a little while. So 
There's a lot of just, it's making us slow down. Yeah, they just decided we're going to regroup and uh, take a couple months off. So that's cool. Like wow. the people can do that. Yeah, yeah it definitely cool. makes you know, and slow it, down too. Right. Well, and that that's good. It's healthy. I, I mean, it's so healthy what you're describing. And is there a coffee? So there is a coffee shop. There is one coffee shop. And uh, there's actually two. There's one that's like the bigger one than the small one. So I kind of there's like three places I can work. If I take my laptop, but I kind of, you know, rotate around. But they have co-working spaces, so that people are really. It's kind of modern. I was surprised. There's some co-working spaces. Um, I mean, they're not as snazzy as the city ones, but you know, they get some plants and things in there and some desks, and they're good. I haven't tried well, one of those yet, though. Yeah, but sometimes it's just nice to know that it's there, even though you don't, I mean, you have your home office, but it's better to know that you could go to a co-working space if you wanted to. I think that gives, you know, knowing that you have that option helps you probably like your home office better. Yeah. And, you know, when you talk about, like, working, I love to work at coffee shops because I like, because I write and it helps me get out of the house. Um. But I was noticing, you know, when I would go to the Starbucks there where I lived in Charlotte, it's like you just kind of go to your Starbucks and you don't really interact or anything. But here it's just more at stake, right? I'm in this community and I'm going to see these people again. So, you know, more often. So anyway, you have, like, the stakes are higher. Got to get to know them. That's right. That's right. Yeah. the chances of you going every time you go out, the chances of meeting, running into somebody you know, are going to be higher. Yeah, so it's um, it's really fun just to sort of immerse yourself in that. I think it's just a, a different take on that opportunity when you're remote to explore and try things. And I'm a big fan of it. I was reading some articles too that I think a lot. Um, you know, there's places like one of the reasons we ended up here was we were looking at Vermont. Vermont now has a program where they'll pay pay like $10,000 to move there to work remotely or open a business. They've expanded the now to just you? if you want to move there. Yeah, the state pays you. It's a grant, and they, they do it like $5,000 per year for two years. Oh, wow. Because um, they want more people coming there because the people are moving to the, to the cities to go work at the companies, and they want more people to stay. So there's a lot of interesting efforts to bring people to smaller towns and and it's beautiful. Well, think, so, yeah, with nice. the remote working, that is an opportunity to revitalize. And I was born in a small town in South Carolina that used to have a big, used to be a prosperous farming town, and then it was, um, it had a Westinghouse factory, and that's on. And I just think, you know, what would it take to not? Hampton is just one of many small southern towns. Are you thinking about the towns that had the textile industry down yeah. here and they don't anymore? But the trend is for more remote workers. I, I think coaching people from large companies from, you know, American Express, Marriott, Hyatt, Warner Brothers, I mean, it's quite prevalent, remote working even in the big, big companies that you would think that everybody would have to go to an office, but that's just not the case anymore. Yeah. And it's, you know, you were just talking about little towns. Like we, this town where I'm at had a, 
a knife factory. So I'll, mm-hmm. there's a lot of rivers, so a lot of these are mill towns that have textiles and different things. And so it's very similar to North Carolina in that they're revitalizing these mills and creating co-work spaces or other types of spaces, um, which is weird because I'm like, oh, it's just it's the same. But I'm just noticing here there's so much great food. There's farm stands. There's co-ops. So it's a very much very kind of more agricultural rural rural environment where I actually can find better food and find things that are better quality than I could. I mean, I can't get everything, but it's it's well nice. with Amazon though. I bet you can get almost anything. I mean, you know the yeah. that you need. Our so. our like mail guys like oh my god these people with their Amazon deliveries. <laughs> these city people. <laughs> and there's a Target oh. like 40 minutes away. Okay. So it's okay. Well, consuming less is a good thing. Yeah. So that's another yeah. opportunity that you have. So you have like exactly. your work. So you, it's a company you work for is pretty large. I know it's all over the country, right? So you have this like large company that you work for and living in a small town. So like two vastly different cultures, it would seem like. Yeah. And a lot of people uh, that, I work with live in like Seattle or, you know, bigger companies where they commute. But the cool thing is a couple of my teammates actually live in New England, so I might get a chance to see them. So that would be fun. Oh, wow. Um, that would be good. Yeah. We were saying we should have a little reunion. And one of one of my teammates is uh, currently driving in an RV with her husband to try to figure out where they want to live. So I was like, come over here and check it out. So, you know, there's a lot of neat oh. people out exploring and that's what's fun too is working remotely. I think it it expand. You know, you're trying to get to know people, so you forces you to sort of learn more about them and their interesting stories. So then you can catch up and say, "How's Vermont going?" or whatever. One guy did move right. to Vermont. Like, get your ten grand. Well, right. Well, I'm sure a lot of people that are listening to this are going to be like, "Well, I want to get a remote job. How do you, how did you do that?" People have asked me that, and I really don't know. Yeah. How do you get a remote job? I found you know, if you just start if you just start Googling, um I was oh. I was really the secret of searching, but you know, on um LinkedIn I found quite a few remote things. You have to really dig around not dig around, but you'll get some results that aren't truly remote, but there's uh, a lot of resources out there and people are putting together sites and then there's a lot of job boards that are just remote. Like there's one called We Work Remotely. There's they have a whole Slack channel and people are putting up like put posting. I found that a lot of companies we were talking about kind of that hidden job market in one of your webinars. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a lot of Slack channels out there where you can get information about jobs that people will post that aren't posted out on LinkedIn or Indeed or anything. So oh, there's a benefit channels. to okay. join. Yeah, and, and groups that have Slack channels and they'll post opportunities because people want to find folks that they like. So they're usually kind of maybe industry related, but there is one called We Work Remotely and they have a big Slack channel that is a lot of people and they talk about working remotely as well as opportunities and that kind of thing. So it's, and there's some like whole companies that are all remote. So I think the secret is finding, finding those folks and then tapping into them. Right. But there are some resources. When you post this, maybe I can post this in the comments or something for you. Yes, yes, please. That would that would be awesome. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, wrapping this up, are, do you have any uh, communication advice for someone who is going to be new to remote work? 
I think it's the the being proactive and picking up the phone or scheduling those get to know you times because it's real it has it is very easy to kind of get in your own little world and you know sit here quietly and I'm an extrovert and I still find myself doing that and my team you know does that so <laughs> you know arranging and if you're working on a team and they aren't they aren't super communicative you know like create a little coffee time and let's all hang out on you know using zoom or whatever tool you want to use I think being proactive and doing that is really helpful and if you're not one to go out and be proactive and at least you know look for people who are doing that and, and get engaged in that just so you can meet people that's kind of my biggest thing is staying engaged okay yes well I, that's a good that kind that's uh being engaged being pro back, proactive i think really works out in almost every situation <laughs> that's yeah that is good all around but again that also goes to the yes and um world the yes and approach. Have you used your improv um, in working remotely? Have you done any exercises or used it informally? Not yet, but I have um, told one of my groups so I was going to make them do a virtual improv class. Then I have to figure out how to do it, but they were excited about that. But um, I was, yeah. you know, I just made me think that I think the the virtual, like the remote thing, really is just a, adapting what you already know how to do. So you've been in business, you know how to communicate, you know some skills, and it's it's like taking a look at what's worked in the past and saying, how can I tweak this to make this work for this, these tools? So it's really just an environmental mm-hmm. thing. Um, but yeah. You don't have to really That's... go crazy with new stuff. Okay. You just have to figure out right. how to adapt what's been working for you. All right. Well, this has been so yeah. interesting, Elizabeth. I appreciate this. So people can find you on LinkedIn. I guess if anybody wants to, um, you know, connect with yeah. you, that would probably be the easiest way. Yeah, um, that sounds great. Are you under Elizabeth Beasley? Still? In uh, okay. Shelburne Falls, Massachusetts. In Shelburne Falls, exactly. There's only one. <laughs> I'm probably the only one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm the only one. I think so. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate this. Thank you. It's so interesting. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. All right. You too. Bye-bye.